Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. This is Corey. I'm here with Hampton. And Hampton, I know you had the privilege a couple of weeks ago to hear one of the probably one of the most well-known leadership thought leader speakers in the world, in John Maxwell. And he teed, teed, teed up and teased that he's, he's releasing a new book. And what's, what number is the next book? I believe it's his 91st book. All right. So 91 books. I don't know if any of our listeners have 91 books. I don't even know how you crank out 91 books, but yeah, otherwise, otherwise. So, but he was talking about his new, his new book that's coming out, High Road Leadership. And I know that there were some, some leadership thoughts or principles or ideas that he shared that really resonated with you and thought that we could spend, let's spend the next two days just unpacking. What did you learn from John Maxwell when it comes to his, his new perspective and what this idea of high road, high road leadership even means? It was so cool to see him speak and to really witness the authenticity because, I mean, this guy is, um, I think I would feel comfortable saying on the back end of life, he, he, he made jokes about being the same. Uh, I'm sure he's made plenty of money. He doesn't have to do what he's doing, but he's going around and speaking and writing books because he genuinely wants to develop leaders because he said that uh, multiple times he said, I'm leadership sad as we look around the world. Um, there is just not a lot of great leaders and we need to solve that problem. And at one point he was sitting on the stage as he's talking about this new book, High Road Leadership that he's writing. And one of the points that he made, or one of the questions he asked to the audience is, Hey, is it better for you leader or is it better for the people that you lead? Whatever it is that you're doing. And he's just talking about putting your people above yourself and I remember when he asked that question, you hear in the audience, it's, hmm, <laughs> everybody kind of <laughs> makes that noise, you know, even if you're a great leader, it's just, it's, it's convicting because you don't just, you're not just wired to wake up and think about other people. You have to remind yourself every day that it's not, it's not about you. And so he made this point. And I think just because of his credibility and who he is, you know, he can, he can make some tough jabs, but he said, Hey, get over yourself. Everyone else already has. Uh, so everybody's laughing. It was awesome. And he said, you can't moan and groan and complain and lead at the same time. Um, and so I, I know that leadership is hard uh, and, and you definitely need to have people that you can talk to about some of the hardships, but especially in front of the people you're leading, moaning and groaning, complaining, you're either doing that or you're leading. You can't do both. He said, um, for those of us that are familiar with stories from the Bible, he said, hey, Moses led a million people in the desert for 40 years and they complained the entire time and he mm -hmm. figured out a way to do it. And by the way, he didn't get to go home after his nine to five. He lived with them there. Um, and so th those are some of the things he was he was talking about that I really appreciated. But but the, the number one point is ask yourself this question. Is it better for me or is it better for the people I lead? The next thing that he talked about was um, along with that point would be to place your agenda um, at the, at the top of like, if you're leading someone, if you're partnered with someone, you want to place their agenda at the top of your agenda. And so some of the examples that he made is adding value to that person on a daily basis, resourcing them with influence, ideas, and tools, tailor your services to meet their needs. Um, you never want to violate their trust. You exceed expectations in everything they do. He said, whatever the standard is, whatever um, someone expects of you as a leader, or maybe you have a client that expects something of you. He says, that's the, that is the floor like that. You're never going to go below that. You always want to exceed expectations. Um, he said, respect the relationship and grow in it. 
Um, and then a follow-up point to that was don't hang in the game for too long just because somebody likes you. So um, maybe maybe you are in a certain position or you have a certain relationship. His story was um, he he does some preaching on the side occasionally. And he said that every year he has a meeting with the church that he preaches at and says, are you going to fire me now? Just to give them that chance to say, hey, you know, maybe, maybe it is time. And so I think the point there would be the self-awareness to say, like, am I in the best position possible? Am I leading in the way that I need to? And so we're going to come back tomorrow with a couple of other things. But those were two of the first points that I learned. Um, Corey, any follow up? Any go yeah. and do's? Yeah, I, I think the go and do would be to listen to this again. What you just said, Hampton, because you just unpacked some power keg questions that every leader listening to this should be asking. And so the go and do would be listen, write down these questions that Hampton posed to you and answer ask the questions and honestly and soberly answer them. And then you can figure out what you can do to get a different outcome if you want, or if you're doing exactly what you want, just keep doing what you're doing, but ask yourselves those questions. 